Welcome to That Happiness Show. I am Gemma Fossett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, this is Gemma, and I am so happy to be here. We've got a great <clears throat> topic today. We're going to be talking about uh, happiness through presentness and creativity. <clears throat> so I was reading this book. Um, I was reading three books, and I finished two today. And the third one that I didn't finish that I had started is called Conscious Creativity. And it is a beautiful, first of all, it's just so beautiful. And I didn't read like the backstory of the person who wrote it, Philippa Stanton, but I'm guessing this is an artist who keeps an Instagram, uh, some Instagram or something. And she really focused a lot of time and energy on honing her skills as a perceiver as a explorer of life an observer <clears throat> an artist and she just ended up with this book from it and the book is stunning and she goes into a lot of depth which I love because you know I've said in many of my podcasts to get present you have a shortcut and it's called your senses you can use your senses to get into the present moment now the way um, she does it it's like she's saying to activate your creativity, to be an artist, to, to, um, yeah, well, to create, to be a creator. So we use our senses, and I love, love, love the attention that she brings to the various nuances. So we can just be an observer of texture one day and really focus on texture. The thing with all of this is that you have to make it a value to you. Because if you don't, it's going to be like, you know, read it, lose it, whatever. It's just an idea. But you have to act on these ideas. So if you can begin to notice the textures around you, even right now while you're listening to this, start touching some things. Start looking at the textures. Do they look like they feel? You know, if something looks soft, does it feel soft? You know, notice if you smell anything. Do you smell coffee? Is this early for you? Or is it later in the day and you smell something cooking? Or are you at work and you smell cigarettes and hairspray and who knows what? Are you at the gym? You know, there's just sort of, are you in the woods? What do you smell? It was funny because yesterday I was at a friend's house and um, I noticed the smell when I went in the house that was not too familiar to me, but it had like a lot of undertones that I was like, wow, okay, this is interesting. And then, and I was really noticing my sense of smell in my friend's house and then my friend took me into the garage and I lit up I love the smell of the garage oh my god it was so just dragging me literally dragging me back to my childhood to my grandfather's garage with the smells of <clears throat> I don't even know what like it just smells alive you know you smell gas and wood and and metal and things and it just it smells so alive my grandfather was a a craftsman and he was a carpenter 
and uh, he he just was a, an amazing human being and he was always creating and working and fixing and doing all sorts of things like that so he uh he just had these active spaces and they they reeked of creativity you know and the creativity like it, it's like the energy was creativity so the smells then held that that reality so this is that power that we have and so there's some like I just am in love with this book and I'm going to pull some exercises from it for my my retreat I'm doing because the exercises are so fun and I want to do them and it's like yeah it's so totally cool <coughs> so um let's see so some of the ideas are to just notice a color throughout the day. Pull, actually, you know what? I wouldn't even say throughout the day. I would say just take five minutes and sit in a room and notice everything that's red. Notice everything that's red. Right? And then just see like, wow. I mean, that's like a common denominator of all those things, which makes them family. All right? You could look around and say, what are all the things that are yellow? And look for just yellow things. This is what our mind does. This is the tool that our mind is. It finds it finds what we ask it to look for. And you're going to start to notice like, whoa, check it out. Like it's just all popping out. Look for all the things that are teal around you. Just look around. And don't just do it this fast. I mean, I am running you through it, but take your time. Make a list. Take photographs. I mean, it, it, it's just there's so much we don't realize it, but there's so much value in slowing down this level of presentness, the joy that comes with it, recognizing the different emotions that go with the different colors for you. You know, what, what does that do for you? How does it make you feel? It's funny because, um, for part of my life, I had determinations about colors and I don't even know what made it, but they were only negative determinations, no real positive determinations. So, I decided I didn't like teal. I don't know. Maybe I thought it was like an old lady color or something. I don't know. But I was a teenager. Maybe we just didn't have those rich of teals. Or maybe I was upside down and I wasn't able to really embrace the mermaid side of me, the water side, because I was I was not living near water during my childhood. And there may have been like a backwards programming because of that. So anything that was like the color of water, I hated it. Even though I love swimming and I love water, I just didn't have the opportunities to partake in it. How times have changed, huh? Now we can jump off a dock in the backyard. It's so cool. Um, so I now though, I don't want to look for the negative connotations. Like I hate this color, I hate that. What I am doing now is I'm sitting with colors and feeling color and uh, and I'm finding what I like about the color, not looking, you know, not just having these gut hate reactions to things, but finding the good within something. So again, that's another search that you put your mind on. You know, what do I love about this? What, what, is, what makes this special? What makes this wonderful? You know, what's good about this? And uh, it sounds a little judgmenty there, but we're actually sending the mind on a quest, right? And we're not contrasting so much as we are searching. So the mind is going to pull out the files and it's going to do some work. But this is going to activate those connections in our brain 
which are focused on positivity, that are focused on um, feeling good, being happy. These are the, the connectors we're going to connect. And when we connect these, and if you're feeling a lot of resistance to this, it could be you do not have these very active connectors. You know, you're not, you're not using these. And so I would suggest to just plug through it, speak out loud, write it down on paper to push through it if you have to, if you have a lot of resistance. And the reason I say this is because the resistance could just be that you haven't done it in a long time. You're not in a habit of being grateful. And I've seen people who are not in a habit and when I begin to work with them, I find they, they find it's very difficult. But then as they practice it, they know, and they know there's value in it. So they want this in their life. They want improvement. They want expansion. So they practice the gratitude and sure enough, it gets easier and easier. And I can remember back when I was young and Oprah had um, people writing gratitude journals. Like she began like this message of having people write gratitude journals and she would interview people periodically and follow them and I remember this one lady she followed. It was really like in her, maybe maybe the lady was in her early 30s. She felt like her life was out of control. Like she had no time for herself at all. She was a little hysterical, a little miserable, um, in control. Like she had a job. She had two kids. She had no time for her. And I remember uh, it was either, uh, I forget the name of the woman who appeared on Oprah's show for a while. It was either Oprah or this other woman. And they said, um, got to do a gratitude journal. And she's like, I don't have time. And they're like, look, just put 15 minutes aside. And the lady's like, uh, my kids, you don't understand. My kids won't let me do that. They're like, lock yourself in a room. Do not answer the door. Tell your kids you will have 15 minutes without any interruptions to write in your gratitude journal. And so the, <clears throat> the woman, she didn't have any faith in this, but she did it. A month later, she comes back and she says, it was like amazing. And she said, not only was it amazing, she goes, she started with her 15 minutes and then she increased it to half hour. And now she's up to an hour <clears throat> of personal downtime, personal her time, personal writing in a journal, gratitude, knowing herself. And this is what this is about. It's about taking you back. And I'm currently in the process of taking me back from my uh, computer and tech work because I feel as though I've lost myself at some level and there's some sort of um there's some sort of trickery thinking that oh no I'm the one in control I'm the one that's choosing to do this and this and this but I can tell as I've pulled myself back that if these are just tools I wouldn't be losing time to them if they were just tools I wouldn't feel like I just had time stolen so by using them as tools, and what I mean by that is Bella uses my iPad to do art on. She's not being ransacked by the internet system and social media and all of that to grab and steal her attention. Her attention is focused. She's doing art. She's learning. She's increasing her mastery, and she's she's receiving wisdom, you know, from the exercises that, and she's challenging herself. This is like a self-challenge. This is... um not uh, a game or a contest. She's challenging herself. And when she meets the challenge, she's expanding it. And that is exactly how like I want to live. So I'm cutting all of my appliances back to serving what they're there to do. And so um, 
I'm really excited about this. I'm very excited and I want to continue to simplify. So it's so easy to think, well, it's a computer. It's not clutter, you know, because just little thing. But the clutter on it is all of the information clutter that is distracting and overwhelming us when we do open it. It's like, <laughs> what do they call that thing? The, um, oh, I can't think of the name. The box, Pandora's box. You know, you open it, it's like, ah, you know. So um, this is really exciting to me. And I, I think it's going to be like, I'm. it's a big project in a sense that I've just started, right? I've just started. I'm, I'm quitting using my bit, my, um, my, I'm quitting using my, got credit cards. I'm switching over to using my cash and my debit card. And um, so I'm doing that. And it's all lined up with computer stuff too, because I'm going to be dealing with the computer stuff, getting rid of that. And I don't know, I'm just so excited. This is like, it's magic. But you know, I'm not making it this overwhelming thing and I have to do it all in two days and like flip my upside down. I'm doing it in such a way that it's just being integrated into my life. I'm ex like little tiny pieces at a time so that I can really own it. And it's not this big like shock wave. It's just little pieces. All right, let's get back to our creativity and using our senses. So if you can um, consider like putting yourself in different places today, places you don't know, and you can close your eyes so you can focus one sense. Maybe it's a sense of smell. Maybe it's a sense of touch. Uh, if you're going to go for a walk. See, I I used to like not want to walk in the woods. And I think it's because my mind wasn't shifted to accommodate a walk in the woods, which is about using the senses. It's not about an agenda. It's not about a goal. It's about using the senses and being one with the spaces around you. So going into the woods, it's like finding textures. My God, there's so many textures in the woods. Finding the textures, finding the colors. In the woods, you're going to find, you know, we take for granted there's greens and brown. There's green, brown, maybe yellow, uh, maybe like shades of brown and white and yellow, uh, maybe blue. But we don't really think of it as color and it's almost like it just negates itself. So if you go into the woods next time, think color. Look at how many different shades of green you can find. Like how cool is that? And maybe photograph them, all the different shades of green, and then come home and compare them. <coughs> maybe <coughs> how many unusual colors you can find in the woods. You know, unique, not happening everywhere, but it was just that special piece of like, mushroom or fungus or that special insect brought that color in anyway totally cool fun stuff things can also be matched by shape and i love doing that with uh, my daughter we find shapes in the woods uh, we find you know in the tree limbs the broken branches the way trees have grown crookedly we find all sorts of amazing shapes and when my friend christina and i would go exploring in the woods we would find vortexes and faces and spirits and uh, like really awesome out of the world, you know, like just out of the world things. So there's just so much that can happen in a very short amount of time in a very short amount of space. You don't have to go far for this, but what you have to do is shift the mind 
So by shifting the mind into looking for things and smelling things and feeling things, by shifting that, we're actually turning on creativity, which exists only in this present moment because this is all about present moment. Senses are about being in present moment. So we bring our senses to present moment and then the creativity can ensue. So I, I love this stuff. I absolutely love it. It's fun by yourself, but it's also fun with friends who get it, who want to do it with you. So uh, make, a, make a date. Make a date with a friend to go and explore. Explore the woods or a park. Wonderful. Have a great day for joining us on that happiness show if you'd like more information or have questions you can reach me at gemmafaset.com or 401-699-6142 private sessions are available as well as retreats it is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again thank you for listening this is Gemma Fawcett host of that happiness show love you mwah, 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 mwah. <laughs>